Galaxy far, far away, and welcome back to Han Talks First. This is the podcast you are looking for. I, of course, am the host, Han, and this is a Star Wars podcast where we talk about everything going on in the Star Wars world, the latest and the greatest. If you're joining us live today, welcome. And if you're watching, if listening on the podcast, welcome to you as well. Thanks for joining us today as well, in addition. So we got a lot of good things to talk about today. Even though there's not a lot of Star Wars news per se, there's still a lot that we can discuss here. Um, some stuff actually dropped this morning, which will be breaking down here as well. Uh, but first off, I want to welcome everybody. I hope you had a great weekend and that you enjoyed, I don't know, your 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 long weekend or you watched some Star Wars or you did some other fun things as well. And I'm just happy to be here with you today. I do want to mention we're having a bonus stream tomorrow in addition to the regular show. Uh, it's my... It's my birthday tomorrow, and one of the things I wanted to do was just come back on here, talk Star Wars live on on Twitch and on YouTube, and just hang out with you guys for a little bit. And I haven't decided what we're going to talk about yet, but I do also want to kind of discuss my movie that I've been working on and kind of share some things that's been going on with that, possibly share some screenshots with you. I'm not sure. And maybe even have one of my actresses come on and talk about her experience as well. And maybe you guys will get excited about that. I, I don't know. But that's um, some things to look forward to. If you are new here on the YouTube page, please consider subscribing and like this video. It helps out so much. We do videos all the time here. And if you're listening on the podcast, you can also follow us there. And we have episodes come out all the time. Tons of great stuff. In addition to that, tomorrow I'll be releasing a, a new video, a video that I put a lot of work into and something that I think is very interesting and I think you guys will find interesting too. So I hope you'll check it out. Tomorrow I am releasing my video on the 12 highest paid Star Wars actors. It is a ranking video and some of these positions may not be what you thought they were. So that video comes out tomorrow. 9 a.m. I think, 8 or 9 a.m. on Pacific. So please check that out. I put a lot of work into it, and I think it, I think it's pretty good. And I don't know. I would just like to see, I don't know, a video I do that I put a lot of work into just get seen by a lot of people and see what they have to think too, because I think it's worth it. Now, like I like I said, we have tons of shows that go on here. Um, another one that we just started, which I cannot find the thumbnail for give me one second here so I can share it with you guys but basically as you guys know we try and break down all the Star Wars and Marvel television series and of course the Bad Batch just came out we did our first review for that yesterday which you can watch on the YouTube page or listen on the podcast and it's simply called Star Wars the Bad Batch Reviews with Han Talks First so you can check that out. It's only about a 10-minute video, but I reviewed episode one and two of The Bad Batch. 
we'll talk a little bit about it today, but those will be released every Sunday around 9 a.m. Pacific. So you can check that out too and see what I have to say about it. And I might change the date. Maybe it'll be on Monday. I don't know. But Sunday seems like a pretty good day to start that off with. By the way, I'm introducing a new segment to Han Talks First today, and it'll start this week. Uh, If you guys have been with us for a while, you know that I do a segment of the show called Star Wars Replay, where we discuss major moments and events that happened this week in Star Wars history. Well, I'm starting a new segment of the show today, and we'll do that at the end of every episode. So you'll get to see what that is a little bit later. But I'm pretty excited about it. It took a lot of uh, work to figure out what what I want to do in addition to the regular segments of the show. So we'll get to that. And before we get into the news, I did want to point out, I did a a Twitter poll a few days ago asking people what was their favorite animated series in Star Wars. And on the list was The Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance, Bad Batch. I know Bad Batch is a little too soon to tell, but I threw it on there anyway just because maybe it's some people's first introduction to Star Wars. But anyway. The number one spot in the poll with 40 votes total was Rebels, Star Wars Rebels with a 57.5%. And then second to that was the Clone Wars with 37.5%. Resistance and Bad Batch were both tied, which is understandable. And But I was kind of shocked that Rebels won the poll. That's my favorite animated series. And I thought most people would say Clone Wars because that's mostly what I hear people talk about. But So that was pretty cool. I'm, I think I'm going to start doing polls once a week and we'll review them on the show here on Mondays but yeah Rebels was the winner so if you guys voted Rebels nice job we're on the same page and um, we'll see what polls we have next week coming up too Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about before we get into the headline news was now if you guys don't know me or if you don't know me well some of you might but I love coffee every single show I have a cup of coffee with me and I just I don't know it's always I've always loved coffee ever since I was a teen and I've always wanted to like work in a coffee shop or, you know, my friends started a coffee shop company, which was really cool. I'm really jealous about, but star Wars just announced they have a new coffee machine out and Oh my God, look at this thing. This is so cool. Now I have no need for this because I have three coffee machines right now, (laughs) but you never know. Maybe a fourth one could come in handy, but this one's so cool. And it wasn't that badly priced, if I remember. Now, if you're listening on the podcast form, uh, basically, it, it's just a Darth Vader-themed, an Empire-themed coffee maker, a single-cup brewer that comes with a to-go cup, and it's red and black. It's beautiful, but it's pretty cool. There was also a Baby Yoda one and a Mandalorian one. I didn't find them interesting, so I'm not sharing the photos here, but that was something really cool that I thought um, I would share with you guys. Who knows? Who knows? My birthday is tomorrow. Maybe I'll get some Star Wars stuff and I'll be able to share it with you guys here on the stream. So with all that out of the way, let's get into like some of the top news that has been happening this week. And before we get into the main topics, because there's some stuff that's been going around recently that I think we should discuss. One of which is there's this huge rumor going on that I'm going to debunk right now. And the rumor is Gal Gadot is rumored to be playing a Sith princess alongside Keanu Reeves in a new Star Wars movie. No. 
<laughs> no, stop talking about it. This is not happening. This is fake as as they come. So this was this whole thing was started and conceived by the mind of Mike Zero, the time traveling Star Wars news reporter. <laughs> and if you guys don't know who Mike Zero is, he he just makes a lot of videos about basically fan fan speculative theories and fictions that he would like to see in star wars and none of his videos have ever been accurate none of them but so that's why this is fake so guys don't believe it if you hear gal gadot is coming to the star wars world i mean maybe she is someday but as a sith princess it's not happening it's just not happening so i'm sorry to to burst your bubbles you know i actually used to listen to mike zero back in summer of 2017 is when I discovered his page. And I was like, wow, this guy knows so much about the making of The Last Jedi. Wow. The Last Jedi came out. All of his theories were wrong. And he said he had proof. And he had sources from the set, but they were wrong. So don't believe Mike Zero for any second. But I will say his videos are entertaining. Some of the theories he has are very out there. (laughs) Very far out there. But anyway, Gal Gadot is not going to be in Star Wars. Don't believe it. The next bit of news, which... I found it to be very interesting. A lot of people are talking about, and it, it involves the Mandalorian. More specifically, it involves Gina Carano. Yeah, we know that name, right? So check this out. Disney is pushing Gina Carano for an Emmy Award consideration as Best Supporting Actress. What? I was, I was, I was confused. I was confused because I thought they didn't want anything to do with her. They removed her from like other shows she was on or removed her name and they don't talk about her anymore. Now, yes, to be fair, they put everybody's name on this FYC poster. But I just I just found it was interesting that they're pushing her for a best supporting actress role, which in some ways has nothing to do with her and only with the show. But I just found it. I just thought it was interesting. And there's been no comment on that. So maybe this was maybe the campaign was started before they fired her. I don't know. Just something interesting I wanted to share. I don't really have <laughs> I don't really have many thoughts on it. I don't I don't pay attention to awards and stuff like that. But two more bits of news here. Okay. So this next one is an- another rumor, but there's some substantial evidence to claim this might be real and it is a new video game in the works and it is about the High Republic. So there has been a couple of rumors going on that the High Republic is getting a video game concocted to release around the same time that the Mandalorian video game will be coming out. And we talked about the Mandalorian video game last week on the show. And if you missed it, you can go to the YouTube and watch the standalone video talking about it. But there's some serious evidence to prove that there might be a Mando video game coming soon by the creators of, um, what is it called? What is it called? Bethsida? Bethsida Studios? Something like that. I forget. I have short-term memory. But anyway, so the High Republic game is said to possibly be only an Xbox exclusive made by Zenimax Studios. And that is the same studio that is behind the Elder Scroll video game, which I've never seen. I've never played. I don't know what it's even about, but I've heard the name before. So I think it's popular in some regard. But this is some interesting news. And it would make sense because they're putting so much attention into this high republic world with the the books and the novels and the comic books and all that kind of stuff so 
it would make and with the acolyte coming at the, around the same time it would make sense they would want to expand on that because let's face it having just books of a certain era is not worth the investment let's be honest even if even if you everyone read the books it's not worth the investment you need something else to go with it you need um something physical like a video game or you need something that is that could go to on a theatrical run like a movie but i believe this could be true i believe it's at least in development and they're talking about the possibility but we'll have to see going forward now the other bit of news this just dropped this literally just dropped and we got some set leaks from andor the the television series the sequel to rogue one and uh, like i said literally just happened i just uploaded these photos so the Andor set, they just opened a new set at the Winsett Quarry in Worth Matt, Matt Ravers in Lancashire. I'm sorry if I butchered that. But basically, they're setting up at this rock quarry on the edge of the sea. And if you're watching on the YouTube page, I'm putting up some visuals now, but it, it just it looks like a old abandoned industrial quarry there's some buildings that are slightly torn down and the rumor is that this will be the set of one of the early resistance bases we can see uh, tons of ordnance for the set pieces cables props all that kind of stuff they just got there uh yesterday and they started setting up and they're rumored well, this is true. They are starting shooting today. They just started shooting for the Andor scene of this set today. And they're going to be shooting shooting wraps at this location on May 21st. So I'm curious, if you guys looking at these photos, or if you've heard about this, what do you think about this location? And the possibility that it will be a Resistance home base, at least early on in this series. Uh, again, I don't have anything else to go off that with. It, we literally just have photos and a confirmation from the producers. And the confirmation comes because they said it was, they put up signs saying it's closed due to filming. So no tourists or regular park goers can visit at that time. So interesting stuff, you know, we're getting, we're getting more and more. And it's exciting to see that Andor, considering how, small of a scope this project seems to be for me it seems to be a very small scope story a very low budget story again just my opinion but there have they are we have confirmed three different live action sets that's insane all shot in the uk but that's a pretty big deal that's a lot of money that's a lot of permits that's a lot of producing going on and so this could actually be a pretty high bar show if they're going through all this trouble to do so much work and not just rely on visual tech like the Mandalorian did. So every day I'm getting more and more interested, you know, I'm still not like, Oh my God, I got to see this show, but I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. We'll have to wait and see. And, um, the day they announce that Darth Vader is going to be in Andor, that's probably when I'll be like, Oh my God, I got to see it. And you can bet your bottom dollar. Darth Vader's going to be in it, no doubt. So that's it for the news today, everybody. That's that's all I got for like uh, the like the latest that's been going on in the Star Wars world. I want to know what you think. I'm going to take a I'm going to go over to the chat now and see who is joining us today. As always, Max is here. Hello there, Max. It's nice to see you. I see we have four people joining us on Twitch. It looks like so. Thanks for joining us here. 
And um, if you guys have any thoughts or comments, you can join us in the live chat and talk to us there. And it looks like there is one person on Facebook. Hello, lonely Facebooker. All right, let's see what we're saying here. To be honest, I never watched any of the animated shows. I just watched season one of Rebels. And when I was small, I watched a few episodes of Clone Wars. Yeah, that's kind of my situation, too. When I was little, I remember watching the Clone Wars, but I don't remember being that into it. Rebels was I actually watched Rebels completely before I watched the Clone Wars. So that might be why I'm more attached to the the Rebels TV show. Mike Zero, not more I can say about him. <laughs> I think the new Ubisoft game will be the High Republic. Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of speculative time periods we're in right now, but it's all exciting and I can't wait to see where it goes from here. So guys, without further ado, let's jump into the first segment of our show today, as always here on Han Talks First, Star Wars Replay. Enjoy. Star Wars Replay. Star Wars Replay is where we replay major moments and events that happened this week in Star Wars history. And this week, back in 1944, the creator of Star Wars, George Lucas himself, was born May 14th. Back in 1977, the New York Times published the first advertisement ever for Star Wars, only 10 days before its premiere. In 2003, Lucasfilm Animation was launched. In 2002, Star Wars Jedi Fighter is released for the Xbox platform. And finally, in 2006, the Russian Star Wars Wikipedia account was founded. That's it for Star Wars Replay. Tune in next Monday to find out what major moments and events happened next week in Star Wars history. Yeah, this Friday is George Lucas's birthday. Me and George Lucas share the same birth week. How amazing is that? It'd be really cool if it was the same day, but we can't all be amazing like George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you as you saw, there's tons of great stuff that happened this week. Lucasfilm Animation was launched, and the first ever article of Star Wars was released. You know what would have been really cool is if I found that article and I read it here on the show. What a wasted opportunity. <laughs> I will do that tomorrow. On tomorrow's stream, also a podcast episode, I will read that article tomorrow, and we will talk about the first ever Star Wars article and celebrate its anniversary uh, 50 or something years later, 45 years later. 50, right? 50 years later? So yeah, pretty cool stuff. So anyway, like I said, there's a new segment coming today at the end of the show. Stick around. You'll get to see what that is. I'm pretty excited about it. So let's talk about our first main topic today before we get into the... <laughs> the uh, the clickbait title of this video titled um is are the bad batch too white <laughs> but before we get into that i want to discuss this new uh marvel comics covers that were announced last month but we got a first look today so check this out uh as announced in march oops almost deleted the stream here we go so as it was announced in march Marvel and Lucasfilm will mark Pride Month in June with a powerful series of variant covers honoring the LGBTQ characters in Star Wars. And the art will grace every title in Mar Marvel's Star Wars line. And each piece has been created by gay or transgender artists. And the covers will also feature title treatment with a rainbow burst and a classic Star Wars logo with a rainbow trail. Now, this isn't really big news because it was already announced, but we get to see the covers 
of these comics. And I just, I think they're really cool. I love the art of them. And maybe that's just me, but I wanted to share here. If you're listening on the podcast, just type in Marvel Star Wars Pride Month comics and you'll be able to see them. There's some great ones featuring some uh, new characters and some old. And I think my favorite one is the Lando edition where you just have like the rainbow solar flare in the logo. And of course, the new Star Wars Pride logo at the bottom. I love these covers. And to be honest with you, I'm I'm probably not going to get these comics because I don't collect comics. But these covers are special, you know, variant edition, variant covers honoring LGBTQ plus characters in Star Wars. But I think the coolest part about this memo was that all the artists and creators of these comics are either gay or transgender, which is pretty cool. You know, I mean, they're pushing for more inclusivity in the Star Wars world, which is kind of what I guess the topic of today's show is kind of centered around, not really, but it's just cool to see some more representation. Now, apparently this character, um, I'm sorry, I don't know his name or their name, um, is the first transgender Star Wars character. I don't know anything about them, but I'm intrigued and I want to find out more. So at some point I will look into it and, uh, get the lowdown for everybody but it is the bald character from the high republic that is the uh best way i know how to describe them at this point so at some point we'll talk about it but really cool covers just wanted to share it here today and now let's move into the main topic the reason you're here if you you know just clicked on this video for the title so we're going to talk about some stuff that's been going around about about the bad batch and again if you want to see my review just go over to the youtube page or on the podcast and you'll see it's episode 118 and you can listen to my review there so there was this hashtag going around on twitter that stated hashtag where is it where is it hashtag unwhitewash the bad batch now i didn't i didn't i haven't read or heard anything about this i'm actually going to look at this for the first time with you guys. So let me share my screen here and we will read this article from the Desert News. And if any of you have your opinions on this, I would love to hear as well. And bear with me, guys, while I get my screen prepared here. Okay, so I think you guys can see this. Let me know if you cannot see the screen. And we're going to read this whole article and figure out what is going on in the world. And I'll give you my thoughts on it. Because again, this is news to me. I haven't, I don't know what this is even about. So we're going to find out together. Star Wars fans express backlash over bad batch whitewashing. All right. So it has been criticized recently for changes the show made in skin tones of the Bad Batch Troopers. Interesting. The Clone Trooper backstory. All Clone Troopers in Star Wars franchise are based on Tamara Morrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already know this. So all the clones in Star Wars, including the Bad Batch, have resembled to Morrison, or at least they should. Okay, that makes sense. So Clone Trooper whitewashing backlash explained. So according to io9... I don't know what that is. Star Wars fan fans have started to call out the Bad Batch for changing the skin tone and the color of the Bad Batch characters 
okay, first of all, I want to point out something. When news reports and people say the fans want this, the fans are saying this, I think they should correct themselves and say some of the fans. <laughs> I mean, that might change after I read this article, but like, I don't know. It, one group or one person doesn't speak for the full fandom. You know, that's just that's just common sense. So especially when they are compared to original troopers that still appear in the show. And in this show, the original clone troopers now act as stormtroopers who are villains. All right, here's a quote that says some characters like Wrecker and Hunter tend trend to a darker skin tone while characters like Crosshair and Tech who also have significantly lighter hair colors compared to the black hair of usual clones are presented as much lighter skinned. Similarly, the newest characters in the show, Omega is supposed to be a defective clone of Morrison's Jango Fett, but she appears Caucasian in the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's another quote. All this has led to fans concerned about the show's visual changes, which to them can be read as at best somewhat ignorant and at worst as a racist creative decision to rally on social media. Here it is. The hashtag unwhitewash the bad batch has been circulating on social media with fans calling on Lucasfilm to address their concerns. The fans want the bad batch to make changes as the show continues to release episodes. Lucasfilm has not responded to the controversy, and a source told io9 that changes to the lighting tools utilized by animation team were made to moderate their effects in the premiere episode's sparkly lit primary settings. Such tweaks will also be made in future episodes of the series. Okay, so that's that's pretty much it about with this article. So I I honestly don't see a problem with this. I mean, it might just be because I am you know, a white guy, but, but I don't, I don't understand what the concern is. I can, I didn't really notice the skin tone difference, but I guess you could say they did look a little lighter skin toned in the bad batch. But if you look at it from optics, the entire series is way brighter than the clone wars ever was. It, it's exposure on the show is so high and so maybe that has something to do with it. But I don't I don't know if this I mean this obviously it wasn't intentional. I mean, it's not like they're whitewashing on purpose. It it was probably just had something to do with the new engine that they're using to process these graphics because they probably they still probably use the same exact character designs or 3D models of the characters to put them in. So I don't think that's an issue. But there was a huge leap in the animation style in the Bad Batch, which we talked about on the review. And I don't think that, I think that may have something to do with adjusting the skin tones and the textures. It probably brought them out more, actually, because of the brilliance of what is seen on screen. Like I said, so much more exposure to the characters. And even if it was a major problem, even if it was a big issue, it's not like Lucasfilm can change anything now. They've they've already made the entire series. And at this point, they're editing it together. So even if they did go in and fix it, it would look even weirder. But I don't think this was on purpose. I don't think this is a big issue, actually. I understand why some people may have a problem with it. But, um, you know, it is... It, 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 I don't know. <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, I would love to hear what you guys are saying. The screen looks good. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Max. 
Uh, Sith, Sith Stoner 777, maybe we'll see the rise of the Inquisitors. And we'd like to see Darth Vader and Thrawn also. I guess you're talking about Andor. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty amazing. I personally don't watch The Bad Batch right now, so I can't comment on it. But the most important thing about a character to me is that the character is good. I I couldn't agree more, Max. I, I think that's I think that's what we can take away from this, right? Is that the show is good, even though I know you said you haven't seen it. I've seen it. It took me by surprise. At least watch the first episode because that is a standalone episode and it kind of acts as its own little movie. But again, I don't think this is a big issue. I think if anything, they're doing more to try and bring in other other races, other skin color, other identities into this world. Um, And I think they're doing a great job. And they're doing a lot better than how they did it when they launched Clone Wars because people hated Ahsoka when she came in. And now they introduced Omega. People love Omega. I love Omega. She's so cute. I think she's great. But um, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from when you said you weren't watching the show right now. I wasn't interested either. But check it out. Check out the first episode. It's really good. And I think you might enjoy it. And MJ the Youngling. What's up, man? Good to see you, MJ. Says, yeah, I don't get why people care about this. The story is what matters. Yes. Um, so basically, the characters, they serve the story, right? Story is what is most important. And if the characters don't serve the story, then it's a pointless character. And the characters of the clones are, I mean, yes, Tamara Morrison is, I don't know what his nationality is, what his background is, but he Boba Fett, Jango Fett is Australian, right? And majority of Australians are white and Tamara Morrison can be perceived as a white guy in the originals. And I don't know, but they all have accents. They're all different. You know, they're defective clones. Maybe you could look at it that way. I don't want to like misspeak here. Uh, And again, I should probably look more into this and see what the people are saying instead of some article because they say we speak for the fans, you know, but I don't know. Anyway, uh, some other things about the Bad Batch that I wanted to mention was, you know, there was reports. New Zealand. Thank you. That's what it was, Sith Stoner. Thank you so much. So there was another report from some of the producers of the Bad Batch, and they told us a little bit more information about what this show is going to be about, some of which include this show will explain further why the Empire abandons the clone army. And in addition to that, it will provide a glimpse of the beginning of the rebellion and another little tidbit it it was reported that fennec shan's backstory was created by dave filoni Uh, you're probably saying well dave filoni created the show but there's tons of other writers involved tons of other directors he's just the creator of the show but he had firsthand in creating what fennec shan's backstory was because he was he really loved bringing that character into uh the mandalorian but I think the show will be important in regard to the transition from Revenge of the Sith to A New Hope. And we'll finally get to understand what happened to the clones in that transitionary period and why they switched to regular soldiers at that point. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see. And then, of course, the dawn of the rebellion, which we'll get to see as well. So we'll get to see a lot of good stuff on the show. You know, I'm excited. And 16 episodes. I think it's a one and done series, but we'll have to see where it goes. 
I mean, it's already good, but it's only going to get better. Yes, MJ. MJ, by, MJ the Youngling, by the way, is a fellow Star Wars creator. I'm going to give you a shout out, my friend. So if anyone who listens or watches this show wants to find some more content to enjoy, head on over to MJ's page and check out some of his stuff there. And if I remember correctly, you had just you started this year, MJ. So a relatively new, newer Star Wars content creator. So which which only means good things, right? That just means fresh perspectives on content. So that's always good to see. Definitely a untouched place in the lore. Definitely. There's a question I want to ask you guys before I move on to the next segment of the show. And that is out of the people watching live right now, whether you're watching on Twitch, Facebook, or on YouTube, I would like to know what is your favorite time period in between movies. So what I mean is what period of time do you find most intriguing? And that could be the time between three and four. So Revenge of the Sith or A New Hope, the time between Empire Return of the Jedi five or six or et cetera, et cetera, between eight and nine. For me, it's Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. So in between three and four. So put your numbers there in between three or four, five, whatever. And I want to, I'm curious what you guys think is the most interesting time period between movies for you. For me, it's because of Obi-Wan in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. What happened to that guy? What happened to Uncle Owen? What happened with uh, Vader? What what's going on in the world? You know, that transitionary period, what happened to the clones? There's so many questions. I, now I think George Lucas did a brilliant job tying in the end of revenge of the Sith to the beginnings of a new hope, but there's still so many unanswered questions. And if you want to hear my full review of that, that time I did an episode reviewing revenge of the Sith, a last year, which you can check out. And I'll actually be re-uploading some videos from that episode talking about some of the contemporary achievements in the art of Revenge of the Sith. And it looks like uh, MJ's is three and four without a doubt. So in between there, there's a huge transition between three and four. I couldn't agree more, my friend. And someone on uh, Facebook is saying between seven and nine. So I guess you're... (laughs) I guess you mean... Episode eight, uh, the Last Jedi. Is that your? Mo- is that what you're saying? I don't. I don't really understand. And Sith Stoner says between three and four would also like to see the Old Republic era eventually. I think we all would, Sith. I think we all really would. Excuse me for a second while I drink some coffee. Again, just a reminder. I'm going to be streaming tomorrow. Tomorrow's my birthday, so. If anyone wants to come by and say, hey, probably the same time tomorrow, uh, 12 p.m. Pacific, either 12 or 1. I'm not sure yet, but uh, we'll just be hanging out tomorrow. And so let me let me just go ahead and introduce the new segment of the show. OK, so I'm st- I've been debating for a couple of weeks that how I want to do a new segment and what it should be about. And I had a great idea. Well, what if I do just a Star Wars fun fact? And then I thought, well, there's nothing really special about that because everyone does fun facts. So what if I made it like like a a special fun fact? So I'm calling this new segment of the show TIL Star Wars. 
Today, I learned Star Wars. And each week, we will talk about a new character, a new movie, or something, and break down stuff you may have never heard about before about these topics. So let's jump right into it. And the first time that I'm going to do this segment on the show. So here is Today, I Learned Star Wars. And on Today, I Learned Star Wars, we're talking about R2-D2, the astromech droid, everyone's favorite astromech droid. Now, as we all know, R2-D2 speaks only in beeps and whistles. But in one of the original drafts of Star Wars back in 1974, R2-D2 actually spoke English. That's right. And he was actually kind of a bully, a bully towards C-3PO. And he would always berate him with insults such as, you're a mindless, useless philosopher. You're nothing more than a dim-witted, emotion-brained intellectual. Why you were created is beyond my logic systems. I'm not joking. That was actually in the script. He said those by speaking English, word for word. That's what George Lucas wrote. <laughs> and then, but I think we're all kind of happy that George Lucas changed it to what it is today, where he only speaks in beeps and whistles. But it's interesting to think about how different this character would have been otherwise. I mean, think about a part of the charm of R2-D2 and C-3PO is only C-3PO can understand him. And we can make believe R2-D2 says whatever we want. But he's also a completely different personality when, when he doesn't say like insults or berates C-3PO. He's just this cute, fun-loving droid. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about was where the name R2-D2 came from. So the name derives all the way back in 1973 when George Lucas was making one of his earlier films called American Graffiti. And the sound editor on the film, Walter Murch, states that he is responsible for the utterance which sparked the name for the droid. One day on set, Murch asked for the real two dialogue track two for the whatever scene they were working on, and he abbreviated it in the form of R2-D2. And ever since, that name has stuck with George Lucas, and he wrote it down on paper one day and said, I'm going to use that and make a cool robot name. And eventually he wrote Star Wars, and R2-D2 became the name of that droid. And it's been with it ever since. That's it for today on I Learned Star Wars. And tune in next week for more fun facts about the Star Wars world. And that's kind of how this segment of the show will go down i will produce it a little bit better similar to how star wars replay is done and it'll just be today i learned star wars and this week's was about r2d2 and next week we will have another one let me see if i can find out what it will be on next week on today i learned star wars is going to be about yoda things you didn't know about yoda so let me know what you guys think about this new segment if you're interested, if you're not interested, you know, <laughs> I can stop doing it if you don't like it. Or if you just want me to stick with Star Wars Replay, that's cool too. Let's see what you guys are saying here in the happy birthday. Hopefully I can make the stream. You are the second person to wish me a happy early birthday. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, hopefully you can make it. We're going to talk about some cool things. It's called Droid. What did I say? Astromech, what did I say? <laughs> did I just say robot? Um, I really like today I learned Star Wars. It's great. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's And Max and MJ agrees. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to produce it a little bit better. Like I said, we'll have some sound, some music playing in the background. It'll be just like Star Wars replay, the bigger production. So thank you guys so much. And honestly, that's it. That's all I got for you today. I, just, I forgot to put my logo up here. There we go. That's that's everything I got today. I mean, if you guys can think of anything uh, before we head out of here, then we will discuss it. But there's not much going on, you know. By the way, in addition to all this, I have a new sponsor. Not today, not this week's episode, but really soon, sometime this month, I have a new sponsor for the show. And I think you guys will like it. And it involves someone you know. And I'll share more a little bit later. Again, tomorrow, I have a really cool video coming out that I I worked really hard on. And it's called the Top 12 Highest Paid Star Wars Actors. And the list may not be what you think it is. I want to know from you guys now, who do you think the highest paid Star Wars actor was? Now, this is not based on royalties. This is based on what they made during production. So, for example... I don't know, um, Natalie Portman. I would only base her salary on what she made during the prequel era, not what she made in royalties afterwards. And we cover 12 of the highest paid actors in Star Wars. It's It's unbelievable. It's not what you think it would be. It's very surprising, but I hope you guys will enjoy it. Check it out tomorrow. Share it, like the video. It would mean a lot since it's my birthday and all. But that's it for today. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and watching the show. If you're watching live, uh, like I said, we'll be back again tomorrow live at, uh, 12 Pacific for my birthday stream. It might be put on the podcast. It might not. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens, but, um, oh, there was another thing. So if you were watching last week, last week on the show, on the YouTube page, we didn't upload it to the podcast, but on the YouTube, me, Lando from Sith Talkers and Dean from Four-Legged Gamer all hopped on a stream and basically announced that we're doing a new show, a new Star Wars show together, a panel of us three, and we are going to either call ourselves the Sabak Roundtable or the Nerf Herd, and it'll be a bi-weekly or a monthly Star Wars podcast where it's just us three, and we're, we started here. And we're going to launch that really soon. So you guys can come and check that out with us. And you can check out those guys as well. But we'll be doing that um, coming up really soon. I'll, I'll make more announcements. I see some people say Harrison Ford is the highest paid actor. Do you want a spoiler? <laughs> uh, I, that's, what, that's what I would have thought. But that's actually not the case. So tune in tomorrow and find out who it is. Um, Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, Again, uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode of Han Talks First. And you can find us on the YouTube with other great videos until then. But now, somehow, someway, somewhere this week, my friends, may the force be with you. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first.